because like I, I edit this stuff so but this is the part right here like where the goodness is and first and foremost my sister I just thank you I love you thank you I, I literally just went for a walk outside because I I was like and I got chill I got just got a chill ran through my body right now I don't know why but I I really had no idea. Like, I know I say this all the time, like when I'm interviewing people, but I really had no idea where to go with you today. And I went outside literally just for a walk and was like, God, speak to me because the questions that I had, I was like, they're okay. But I was like, it's something more there that needs to be said in this interview. And mm. I feel like I literally, oh my God, like I literally have chills right now. And so I don't know, like I may ask these questions. I may not, like I literally just may sit here and have a conversation with you and like whatever comes up. Sure. You know, I'm, open. Um, I'm all about it. I know. And it's funny because I never have questions. Like I never give people topics. I literally, when I tell you, I literally like get the stuff like right before an hour or, and so when you text me yesterday, cause I had nothing. When you text me last night, it was like, uh, Hey, can we? And I was like, yeah. Cause that'll give me a little bit more time. <laughs> something cause I had nothing. And I'm like, God, why do you always do this to me? And I'm like, but he always gives it like right before. But even today, literally, T.O., like, well, I was what, have you Have you been following any of my journey over the past month? I have. And so I'm going to tap into that. But I really didn't. Um, and it's so interesting because I went today and I said, okay, I am going to, I, and I, I started going through your feed and looking at some stuff and I landed on day one of your forgiveness challenge. And so I started watching that and the most I, recent, right. I'm assuming it's the most recent. It was the one that was on Instagram. So whichever one that was, yeah, the one, I've, I've done a lot of challenges. So it's no, yes, this was. This was the most, most recent. Re yes, mm -hmm. yes. This is yes. the most recent. And so, yes. but wait, before I get into that, see, because I get ahead of myself, <laughs> let me back up, okay? Because I started recording and then we just started talking and I'm literally like, I literally got chills. Like, and, and we were even having like some technical difficulties, y'all, as we were trying to start. Like, I couldn't even hear T.O. Like, something's going to happen today. I, I have no idea what it is, but something's going to happen today in this mm -hmm. interview going to be a breakthrough for me you or somebody else who's I'm always up for it I Hello. always the next level the next level I'm always ready to meet me yes okay yeah. and so right now I keep hearing the word root r-o-o-t 
Well, I'm going to leave it alone. Let me pray first. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgia, a.k.a. The Preaker. I didn't got ahead of myself. Like, we just started talking. I ain't even introduced. <laughs> Listen, that's the way it go. I, it, that's how God gave it to me. All right, y'all, but in the building, I have none other than Tanisha O-T-O. I'm hey, going to hey, let hey. her... I'm going to let her tell you who she is, all of that. But first, let me get into this word of prayer. And then we just literally just going to roll with it. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come right now, first and foremost, God, just thanking you, thanking you, thank you, Father God. Thank you for this day, Lord God. I thank you for this opportunity to sit down with my sister, Fred T.O. Yeah. I thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God, for her clearing time out of her schedule, Father God. I do not take it lightly, Lord God, because time is the one thing that we yes. cannot get back. It's something that you can restore for us, Father God. But when we take time out of our schedule for other people, Lord God, it takes us away from what you have us to do. So I do not take it lightly, Lord God. Lord, I just ask that you come right now, Father God, and Give me the questions, the words, whatever it is that needs to transpire right now through this conversation, Lord God, as I always say, so that it can help someone else, so it can reach one person, Lord God, whoever it is supposed to reach, Lord God. Yes, Lord, yes. I ask that you continue to touch Tanisha, her family, Lord yes. God. Lord, you know all about it, Father God. I don't even have to say anything more, but just have your way. And so, Lord, we thank you. We honor you. We praise you. We glorify you. Let everything that she puts her hands to father god may it manifest may it prosper may it glorify edify and magnify the kingdom in your son mm -hmm. jesus name we pray amen amen and amen. amen amen thank you thank yeah so going and i'm going to sip on this water right here while you saw the people what you want them to know about who t.o is what you do i, I i'm just gonna be quiet hey y'all i'm tanisha O, and i am your forgiveness coach I'm the author of Empowered Stepmother, the CEO of Blending Our Love Incorporated. And I absolutely love serving the women that I serve. Most importantly, I love serving my family, my delicious, deliciously handsome husband, my amazing three children. I love the, the gifts that God has given me. And I love sharing it with all of you, just being transparent in my journey. And that's pretty much what I do from day to day. I just share life as it's happening with me because motherhood is a journey and days come and go and you didn't expect it. And then here we are. And so here I am, your forgiveness coach here to help. And I don't know what, what Georgette with the preacher has we, us talking about today, but I'm going to find out when y'all find out, we're going to find this out together. So stay tuned. It's going to be good, but I don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I know. And listen, I am, when I tell you, like, I'm truly blessed and honored really to sit here on this platform and even do this because it really shows me how much people, um, trust me. And like, yeah. I don't take that lightly because everyone I have, I have asked to come and sit down with me has said yes, not even knowing what we're talking about. And right. it's so funny because they always be like, They'll email me or text me today, like, hey, uh, did you send a topic? And I'm like, no. And they're like, no, I didn't even ask you that. Funny enough, it wasn't until today that you were like, see, I was like, oh, we don't have a topic. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm truly honored that people agree to come and sit with me and they don't even know. Like, no so, clue. 
No clue. No clue. It's, it's guaranteed a good conversation. That guaranteed. Guaranteed a good conversation. Absolutely. And so, as I, like I said earlier, I was looking through and like, because I know what you do. And sometimes, even as I was walking, I was like, it's not about what she does is very significant and it, it attached to who she is. But I'm like, right now, I kind of know where you are and what you've been going through. And it's like, I want to, yes, like, I want to get into Tanisha O. Like, I want to have this be more about Tanisha O. And just, like, healing for you. And I I don't know. I don't know where God, I, I don't know. But we just, but anyway, this is what I had earlier. This is what I wrote down for my notes. I had, how do you arm her? And then I was looking at the word her. And I was like, how can I? Because y'all know I'm a lover of words. Yes. And I was thinking about like, what does her really mean? Like what? Because I say that all the time. And then it made me look at myself because I use that all the time. Like her, her, her. I stretch her face. I do her. And I was like, what does that really mean? And it can mean different things to different people at different Mm -hmm. times. But when I was thinking about you, I just wrote down healing every realm. Well, what I wanted to say is healing every area, but I couldn't, that didn't, that didn't go for her. And so I was like, what other word can I use for area that is a R word? And so I started looking and looking and Googling and get, and it said realm. And I was like, wow. And so yeah. healing every realm. So that's what I kind of want to talk about in like, and some other things may come up too, and I'm just going to let it go where it goes. But the first thing that I had is like, how do you arm her in every area of like love, acceptance, and forgiveness? Because when we think about, you know, the things that we do and in the spaces that we're in, where we're helping other people and we're serving other people, mm-hmm. it's so important first that her is healed you know and so how do you arm you know her yourself to in the areas of love and accepting her for who she is and the process of forgiving her and so yeah Hmm. you know um this is my first interview since everything that has transpired in my life and unless the people who are listening so i know i will be super emotional which i never apologize for who i am so to your listeners you're getting a very raw and candid conversation Mm, yes um it's not rehearsed at all because once i begin sharing you'll realize there's just parts of your life you can't rehearse and one thing that i love the most about myself and my growth and my love and acceptance of myself and my forgiveness journey is it's allowed me to be vulnerable and it's allowed me to just accept who I am, how I am in any given moment, right? So if I was sharing this this moment right now and I was able to share it from a happy place, I'd just be laughing and talking to you about it. But as I sit to still think about something that's so raw and so real in my own life and the reason why the people that are part of the forgivers tribe, the forgiveness lifestyle tribe, they're there because they know I get to always be raw and candid. T's always just gonna tell us whatever she's feeling from from that. And so 
about a month ago, I, it's, it's, it's about a month now. I don't know the date exactly. A little less than a month ago, I was driving and my son, all of a sudden, uh, he just all of a sudden started getting these seizures. It was about a month ago. He started getting these seizures and passed out. This is a 25-year-old, healthy young man, college basketball, just graduated in May, celebrating life. And um, he just fell. And I heard, boom, like this hard fall. So I knew he didn't break his fall. And when I jumped up and got to him, I see blood. So he split his eye. And we were in the hospital for eight days. And, and they were trying to figure out what was going on. And he has been dealing with mental health, some mental health struggles. And it was discovered during that time that they had over-medicated him, which is something that I feel like so many parents may be dealing with and just don't know where to go. Luckily for me, I was a paralegal for years, did medical malpractice. So I, I have a very clear understanding of things and a very confident voice when talking to doctors and different people because I've, you know, own who you are, all of who you are, right? Even if that's not your expertise. And so because I, first of all, this is a sidebar, have accepted that my son has um, some mental health challenges that he's navigating through healing, I was able to still be confident in speaking on his behalf and not just accepting whatever is said. But when you're, when you haven't come to a place of just surrendering to wherever you are in the moment. It doesn't mean you don't believe in God. It doesn't mean you don't have faith, but it also requires you to still have an understanding of what's happening. I knew that I had a God that I could serve and I knew that the medicine that they were giving him was killing him versus helping him. And so I uh, made the decision to, to take him off the medication because it was causing the seizures, right? It was causing the problem. Well, a couple of days passed, we get out of the hospital and he, he still is having these these like pseudo seizures, I'm going to say, well, we were in the car and my baby had a, a full blown seizure. That's what I experienced. They later said it was a pseudo seizure. He stopped breathing and I'm trying to drive my car and I'm banging on his chest because he's non-responsive and I'm trying to call 911 and my younger son is in the backseat, hysterically crying. He's 14, all this at one time is is too much for is that's enough to drive but to drive and to keep somebody alive in order to get them to the paramedics and and then I'm like oh my god if I don't make it my baby won't live like all these things and I got him home and he got into the hospital and and I spent the next two or three days with him and even the eight days before but I'm going to start this part of the journey from sitting in the emergency room where my baby was completely non-responsive and this is to answer your question when you ask about love and acceptance and forgiveness. And as I sat there and I kept moving my, my hands by his, uh, his eyes, D, sweetie, my love, and just rubbing his head and praying over him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet and just rubbing his head. And I just cried out to God and I was like, God, you know me. Mm. I know what you promised me. And I put on worship music. And when I put that worship music in his ear, that's when his eyes began to finally move. And I wasn't spending all the time sitting on the phone, calling friends, trying to keep everybody updated. When that paramedics came and I had to run out because I didn't ride in the ambulance with him. But um, when the paramedics came, I just text four, four letters to the people that I count on the most. And that was praying. P-R-A-Y. Mm -hmm. And what's I, on my shirt? Ooh. Right. That's, that's exactly praying. Because I knew I didn't have time to explain it. So as I sat in that emergency room, crying out to God and just praying, 
I thought about something. I thought about how grateful I was that I've gone through my forgiveness journey and I've loved and accepted my son. And I'm in such a beautiful place with him because what happens when emergencies happen, if you haven't forgiven yourself as a parent, as a mother, you're so busy thinking about all the things you didn't do, all the last things you want to say, because you don't know what's going to happen. You're like, if I could just say one more thing, one more thing. But in that moment, Georgette, I didn't have to think about one more thing to say because I had forgiven myself and I've done my part of healing to the best of my level, my ability in this moment. Yes, tomorrow will, will bring other things. And I've done all the work that I knew possible with my son to love, accept, acknowledge, and, and get him to wherever we could be. And so in that moment when my baby needed me, I wasn't praying, asking God to give me peace. I wasn't praying, asking God to please give me one more day so I could say one more thing. I was literally praying, asking God to just be with my baby in that moment. There was no guilt. There was no shame. There was no, there was nothing. And so most parents won't experience that. You won't experience your child stops breathing and you're the person keeping them alive until you can get to help. And if you have been in that case or just different things in life, you always hope that it's in a certain way. But in that moment, I can only tell you, Georgette, I'm so grateful that I've done the work of understanding what forgiveness really, really means and what love and acceptance of myself really means. Not what we tell ourselves it means to love our children more than we love ourselves, because that's just not true. You can't love anyone else more than you love yourself, but truly loving yourself so that the love that you have for yourself shines through as you're giving it and gifting it to someone else. That forgiveness of yourself of all things in all areas of your life so that when you are forced into a situation as I was, you're not living in regret. You're not thinking about the past. You're literally able to be present in the moment and, and ask God to help. And so as I sat in the hospital, because I was there the eight days before, I was there the days after, and I sat in there with him by his side. I never left the hospital. Um, I was there. My husband brought clean clothes. He took away dirty clothes. Like that was how this thing went, right? Um, I did have to leave one time for like an hour. But other than that, I was there. And I was able to do in-depth work mm. with my son. I'm talking about the journaling that I do and just really, really apologizing. Okay, are we in a good space? Apologizing for anything that I've done for the trauma, because the reality is parents of your children are navigating through any level of mental health issues. You had a part to play in it. A lot of times parents want to just blame the kids, but you had a part to play in it. But when you've forgiven yourself, I don't come from a place of guilt or shame. It's just here we are, right? We're here. Now that we're here and I've done my part to heal myself, I'm able to accept all of him. And He's off the medication. He's been off the medication for a month now, and he is doing amazing. The pseudo seizures have stopped. The his his mind is healthy and sound. He's sleeping through the night. He hasn't slept through the night in years, and so that is the answer to your first question: love and acceptance and forgiveness for me and where I am in my life. That moment taught me so much about how important it was 
for me to make sure that I'm always doing my work before I'm trying to help someone else. And I've taken a step back. I still have clients, of course, and all those things, but I just had to keep breathing for myself in order to to be able to serve my son and my family from my overflow. I know that as I navigate through this time, I have a different level of um, it's like anxiety. When I hear a loud noise, I jump. You know, I'm startled because my son fell so many times, hit his head, like so much happened. When I hear a loud thump, mm. I jump even out of my sleep. And thank God my husband is so kind. If I hear a loud noise, he just will grab my hand. It's okay. Everything's fine. Everyone's safe, you know. And um, so that's that's where I am. And I'm giving myself the grace to grow through and, and move through this. And I'm patient with this, this healing journey as I'm looking out for my son, but actually also making sure that I'm I'm present with what I need. Mm. That's good. It was so much in there. And I guess maybe I am right on 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 target with, with what I had because it's amazing. Some of the things you said are where I was going with these questions. So I'm just gonna keep on going. Look, God, <laughs> he's so amazing. Like he is. That's when you know, like you where you're supposed to be. Like, so I'm just good. It was so much in there that you said, and I just appreciate that you even still agreed to do this. And that's why I reached out to you because I knew what you were going through. And I was like, okay, we have our interview set up and I don't even know if she's going to be, um, you know, willing to do it or even able to do it with everything that you had going on. And so I do thank you for that. And, of course. And, and so I, I had, um, I just had the word forgiveness. And then I actually went and I looked it up because I was like, okay, what, what does that really mean? And so it, it started unpacking some even more things because forgiveness, the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven of, of for forgiven or being forgiven. And I said, okay, well, what does that really mean? And then it says, stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. And then I like this other one, it says cancel. And then in parentheses, it had a debt, right? Mm -hmm. And so then I said, okay, well, what does forgiving mm -hmm. mean? Because it says the action or process of forgiving. And so, but if you don't even know what forgiving means, like, what does that mean? And so I had to go back even more and just start looking at even more definitions. But what does forgiveness mean to you? Like when when you hear that, what does that really mean to you? Forgiveness to me is more of an emotion than a word. Mm. It's, it's a feeling more than anything else. Because if you think about it, when you've forgiven someone, an emotion is evoked out of you. Either you say you've forgiven and you still want to choke somebody, which <laughs> is not forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're part of the people who say i've forgiven you but you better thank god i know jesus that is not forgiveness yes uh, if if your forgiveness comes with <laughs> with with any level of an explanation mm. it's not forgiveness right Forgiveness is when you be when you're able to see someone and wish them well even if you don't want them in your personal space 
Forgiveness does not require an explanation. It doesn't require reconciliation. It doesn't require you to do mm. anything extra. For me, forgiveness is setting boundaries. You know, once something has has occurred and you've forgiven, part of it is remembering to forgive yourself for even putting yourself in that predicament. Because most times when things happen, you need to forgive you because you knew better and you did it anyway to make somebody else happy, to satisfy their request or their need. And you put yours to the side, whether it was to put your business ideas to the side on the side burner to help somebody else. And then you feel burned or you feel rejected or abandoned or whatever the case may be, or staying in that relationship a little bit too long and you knew you shouldn't have. And most times you're trying to forgive the other person for the hurt that they caused you, but you are the person who's in need of that forgiveness. So forgiveness is something that you want to make sure you give yourself first before you give it to anyone else. And that means even when the person is telling you, do you forgive me? I got to wait. You got to forgive yourself first before you move on. You know, when it comes to forgiveness in the midst of, um, I'll use the example that I'm currently sharing. You know, I went on social media and I asked people to pray for me. And I didn't say what it was for. I said, please pray for me. Now, there are different people in the world. There are some people who feel like they need to know why they need to, they're, you're asking for prayer. And then there are people who just, when you say pray, they pray. Neither person is wrong. In my situation, I was looking for the people who were willing to pray without me explaining because I wasn't willing to explain. And so I have people come to me and say, if you don't want people in your business, you put and shouldn't put it on social media. And I said, I don't agree. I don't agree because there are people who are struggling with depression. There are people who are struggling with anxiety. There are people who are struggling with suicide who need prayer and they need to know that they can just ask for prayer without feeling obligated to explain why they need prayer. Also, what if I told you my prayer request and it was a trigger for you? What if what if somebody told you their prayer request and it was something that you're going to say, see, if you would have done what I told you to do, you wouldn't be in this situation. You wouldn't need prayer. Now you're judging them. And now, once again, they're back to the same square one where they didn't get any prayer. Right. And so I think that we need to normalize us being able to forgive ourselves enough and accept where we are in all phases of our life to release our need for des or desire to be approved of or accepted by other people in their understanding of what we need and forgive yourself and accept yourself enough to be able to ask for what you need and know that you are not required to give any extra information. So I didn't, I did not release who was in the hospital. I did say there was a family member in the hospital and I just kept saying that. Now, what was interesting is once I gave the story of what people were praying for, the impact with that was that much greater because people were like, oh, my God, it was her son. I don't know who they thought it was. It didn't matter to me. But what mattered to me was that my focus was on my child, because also when you start talking too much, especially when you're in the midst of going through something, people want to make the, your story about them. So they're going to want to tell me all their stories about who they had go through what I didn't have the bandwidth to listen to your story. I care. And, and, and I genuinely want to pray for you. But at that time, I only had enough energy to barely pray for myself. I needed some people to be praying for my son because I was tired. I had people literally holding my hands up because I didn't have it in me. And that's the point of forgiveness and understanding, because when you really forgive yourself and understand what you need in any given moment, you 
refuse to allow somebody else's story or what they need to make it about them, you have enough bandwidth and courage and bravery to say, nope, I'm going to make this about me in this moment. And, and when my cup is full again, I'm going to be sure to pray for you without ceasing. But in this moment is what I need. And that's forgiveness. It's an emotion. I could have got attached, Georgette, to some of the things I heard people saying, including family, because my family was very offended, some of them, because they were not on the list of getting phone calls. As a matter of fact, they called and they did not get a return phone call. They got a text message. Unfortunately, I'm unable to talk right now and I'm not over explaining. I have 15 doctors in the hospital on a rapid response team. I'm not keeping everybody abreast up to date because I don't need any negative naysayers right now. Mm. You gotta know when to talk and you have to know when to fall back. And in that moment, it came down to me forgiving myself and being so in tune with me to know what I needed. Cause I was the only one sitting in that hospital room with my son. Oh, I lost you. I'm here. There you go. Okay. I'm here. My phone rang. Um, I was, I stopped talking. I was the only person sitting in that, in that hospital room other than when my husband came in and out. And so for forgiveness, Georgette, I'm going to say, that's just it. You have to be in tune with yourself and make sure it's about what you need. Stop forgiving people to make other people feel comfortable while you're miserable. Make sure you're okay first. Mm. Mm. That was, and, and I love what you said about forgiveness doesn't require reconciliation because mm -hmm. I think, uh, ooh, that was good right there. I wrote that down. That's like a whole, I hope y'all got that. Like I was, <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I think, I mean, it's so true because, you know, where, where we started with the laughter about, um, but that's true. Like if you see someone and then you, like you said, we want to choke their neck or snatch their face off or whatever it is, like you truly have not forgiven that person. Mm -hmm. And you have to be honest with yourself. And even with all of those nuggets and those gems that you drop, that's basically like, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be confident. You have to be comfortable enough with yourself to know where you are at any given moment. And mm -hmm. it, 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 it takes work. It requires yes. work. It requires honesty. It requires crying. It requires questions. It requires answers. It requires prayer. It requires a relationship with God. It requires even asking him questions. Like, I mean, and I, you know, I always say when people are like, you know, it doesn't, you know, how can we question or are we allowed to ask God questions? Absolutely. Like, you know, he, he, <laughs> he wants us to, to spend that time with him. He wants us to ask questions because then that means that we are coming to him and that yeah. we're, that we're going deeper into our relationship with him. And so can you give me like some examples of the root work that, you know, that you have done or that, you know, that to help to kill the weeds, I'm talking like this root where I kept hearing the word root as well. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, we got to dig that root out. And so it does not come back. And so to truly move forward from the hurt, the anger, the fear, the, the disappointment, some of the things that you said earlier, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, she's like right there. And so oh, what hold, is hold on one second. Hold on. Sorry. It's my no again. Root word. 
Yes. I said, what's some of the root work that you have done to, to truly like dig down there and kill them weeds? So they, so they ain't coming back. Cause uh, we, we, we say they gone, but they ain't gone. They ain't gone. They're not. Oh, I love this. It's actually part of the work that I do with the forgiveness. First of all, acknowledging that it didn't start with you. Whatever your habits are, what whatever it is that's happening, where did it come from? It didn't start with you, right? The, the habits that we have are from zero to seven years old. And if the habits are from zero to seven and we continue them, how you handle conflict, how you handle your relationships, who taught you about love? Who taught you what your, what your marriage should look like? What did love look like in your house? How were people treated? How did your, how was your family treated? Were they treated when people mistreat you? You just ignore it, act like it never happened. Is it acceptable to be mistreated by somebody? And as long as they don't talk to you for two years, they get to pop back in your life and, and act like nothing happened. And then they get to leave you again in another three months when they, when you make it upset all over again, what, did those relationships look like? How does that flow work in your life? And how have you continued to do it? One of the things that I realized is that people spend so much time comparing their best life to their to their mother or their father's worst decisions. Meaning you think that just because you didn't abandon your children, you're amazing, you're great, you're wonderful, but you forgot, you forgot the fact that although you're there, you're still spewing that hate, anger, animosity, and resentment onto your kids. I did it for 17 years without forgiving my mother. In order for me to really get to the root of my unforgiveness and my resentment and my pain and my struggles as a mother, I had to first really go into how did we get here well my mother lied to me about who my father was but guess what my grandfather had two children that he lied and, and, and kept a secret right she was repeating a cycle that she didn't know and although i didn't lie to my children about who their father was i did teach them some really bad habits about from my anger animosity resentment towards my mother i passed that on to her to them, which she passed on to me. And so where do these things begin is the key thing. Because so often, Georgette, we always talk about what we'll never do like our mother. But if you don't heal it, you're already repeating it. If you didn't heal it, if you didn't address it, if you didn't do it, most people just think that the words of I'll never be like my mom. No, you're exactly like her. Exactly <laughs> what she did. You know what I mean? Like, right. and my dad wasn't there for me. I know. And that's why you keep attracting men who are emotionally unavailable or 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 the such. Right. That's not what this Ouch. out. But you're asking, how do we get to the root? How you get to the root is to own your stuff instead of trying to fix your children. You want your children to pay attention to school. You want them to go after their dreams. You want them to live their best life. You want them to go out and make you proud. But they're watching you for 30 years. You've been at this job that you complain about. You don't even focus at work, but you expect them to focus in school. You spend all day on social media, but you expect them to not do that. Like you got to be the example. That's how you get to the root. And so when people come to me, Tanisha, do you coach? Do you coach teenagers? Of course I do, but not if I haven't coached their mother, because the habits begin with you, not them. It's you. It's not them. So whatever it is that you're trying to get to root the root to root of with someone else, start with yourself first. Start with that reflection in the mirror first. For me, it starts with my reflection. I know that every time I encounter somebody who I'm like, oh, I'm annoyed or irritated or frustrated, I realize that that experience that I'm having with that person has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with me. It's me. It's not them. Because all they're doing is reflecting in the mirror 
something I see in myself. When people irritate you or frustrate you or whatever you want to call it, there's something you see in them. And it's a part of you that you don't want anybody else to see. And because you're seeing it show up, it's embarrassing you by their behavior. That's a reflection. So look at yourself. Mm. That's my that's my root. Get to the root of it. Get to the root of you. Where did it start? And it may not be your fault that it happened, but it is your responsibility to correct it. Because we all have a story. And as harsh as this may sound, we still have to get to a point where we say, so what? Now what? It happened. Now what? What can we do? How can we go forward? Mm -hmm. mm, I like that. So what? Now what? Oh, I got to write that down. <laughs> I like that one. So what? Now what? It's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was just having a conversation too with my mother-in-law before we... Um, we before we did this interview and that was some of the things that we kind of shared and so like so what now what like just some of the things that she's gone through and I mean I'm not putting her gonna put her business out here but sure. healing things like and, and that's so true like just what you just said so what now what so when we get done I'm about to go downstairs and tell her that like so what now what like yeah. we're gonna go now because it's so true and we have to face that like and and we determine that now what like we right that. right you exactly. determine that i don't care what you get to determine that if y'all don't hear nothing else you get to determine that now what nobody else can do like you get to determine that but you know that there are people listening in this moment and i, I know what you're saying but you don't know what happened but they're not talking to me that's because the response that you're looking for is giving someone else your power. This is about you. It's not about them. That's why forgiveness doesn't require reconciliation. And that's whether they're willing to reconcile with you or you reconcile with them. Some things may not be reconciled. What if they've passed away? You still can walk on and, and move forward in forgiveness and healing. You don't have to have the other person's approval. But the moment that it's, but you don't, and you're explaining that explanation is you, it's really you justifying why you need to hold on to the pain or why you need to stay stuck in it. That's all it is. And I know it's not easy. I know it's not. I've, I've been there on many different levels, but it's worth it if you really are ready to grow forward. It's worth it. If you're really ready to, to meet that man of your dreams and stop attracting the same man with a different name and a different social security number. It's worth it. If you're really ready to restore your marriage, the way you've been on your face before God, Lord, God, change and fix him. And God is sitting back and just looking at you like, get up and go do what I told you to do in the first place. You waiting on him to change. Did you do what I told you to do three years ago? Mm. So get up. Go do what you're supposed to do and stop waiting for everybody else, blaming everybody else for your stuff. You have to take accountability. Forgiveness is all about accountability and it's self-accountability. That's why I know so many people don't get forgiveness because when we're taught as children, Georgette, it's kind of like, did you forgive them? Okay, we'll move on. Nobody tells us to forgive ourselves. No one teaches us what that looks like. And so we're trained to just make sure everybody else is good and we're not good. And then you wonder why we're in a society full of people who aren't confident or brave or courageous about who they are because no one's taught them that part. 
No one's taught them when you make a mistake that it's okay to look in the mirror and smile at yourself and just say, you did good. You did good. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't even look in the mirror to you. I know. I know. And that hurts my heart. I have done so many exercises when I have been speaking at events and just ask my queens to look in the mirror and it is when i tell difficult. you it is so difficult for people i know i know to do that i know you know um i went on a i was out of town this weekend i just came back from niagara falls and uh one of my husband's friends was saying that his family all of them instead of being out and about like i'm adventurous i you know us like let's go for a hike you know us we like find- <laughs> Can we climb trees when we get there? Great. Yay. You know, you're more like G.I. Jane. I am more like the everyday mom who still does it. Like, I love snacks. And I'm still going to climb a tree. You, know, you were built like G.I. You do G.I. Jane. You got that, right? No one expects that from me. I'm like, assuming, is she serious? Okay, here we go. Let's see what this chick Like, I'm her. You, they're like, yeah. So, but yet, you and I still... We still on the same path. So, girl, we there and do <laughs> my husband's friend. Seriously, I be like, God dog it. She better come through with the sexy body. And I'm sitting eating snacks, looking at you doing your squats. I ain't lying. I will be eating my snacks. Like, go, Georgette. So I counted out with you, Georgette, and I'm still eating snacks. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> truth i ain't gonna lie i'm gonna tell you the truth you know i ain't lying i love oh, it girl, i'm sitting here my husband's friend is talking and he's like talking about how his wife and family or whoever he was with they were all sitting at the hotel taking pictures like they literally got dressed up in different outfits to just take pictures i was like i ain't got time for that i said see if i show up on any level of social media with just a bunch of random pictures like i'm not out on a beach somewhere i'm not somewhere and i'm just posing they're gonna be like what the heck are you doing t are you supposed to be climbing climbing off of a cliff like you know they expect different of me so we go out there and we 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 do our thing we Niagara Falls. I don't know if you know how high up that is, but we mm-hmm. managed to find a, a, a whole trail that takes you down there. So, girl, I'm in the doggone water in the Niagara River. Who does that? We did. My kids got in there with all their clothes on. I'm in a whole dress. I'm talking about a beautiful dress that comes to my ankles, wet in the water. Like, you know, beautiful pictures, by the way. Like, you know, but the difference in the illusions that we like. Some people want to look like they're having fun and some people mm-hmm. want to have fun me i'm i recorded myself <gasps> okay i'm trying to get back up this mountain you know <laughs> trying to be inspirational to all y'all to let you know you know going down towards your goals it feels good but you gotta go back up and you might not be able to breathe but keep going i was trying but i did <laughs> but the question for you all and i'll leave your audience with this are you a person who is actually having fun living life on your own terms forgiving and just enjoying life or are you the person sitting behind the camera posting smiling contemplating suicide depression you hate your My life, god and you're looking at what everybody else is doing and you're looking at how fun it is because see some of y'all are going to see these pictures of me 
out on those rocks and rivers. And, and you're going to be like, that's gorgeous with the dress. But you weren't there when I was sweating and hoping that the leeches didn't catch, didn't get on me and the mosquito bites, even though I had a whole bunch of mosquitoes. And you weren't there when I hiked them several miles trying not to trip my ankle because it was rocky and roadie. You weren't there for all of that. You just want to see the glitz and glamour. Are you the person who's willing to show up for yourself enough to go through the journey and stop sitting on the sidelines watching everybody as you take pictures to look happy? Or are you actually going to be happy even in the moments that are uncomfortable? You decide. Mm. For me, that's what forgiveness, love, and acceptance is. I've loved myself enough, accepted myself enough, and forgiven myself enough to say that I'm willing to go through the journey to not just look happy, but to be happy. And not even but to not just look happy, be happy, feel happy, even in the moments of discomfort, even in the moments when I don't know what's coming next, even when I don't understand why, just surrendering to that moment and just allowing myself to be. You just answered my next question. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Thank you, God. Like, so I look, I'm not even gonna question myself no more when I I literally, my question was, so what are some uncomfortable spaces you put yourself in to rebirth in the forgiveness area? Oh, well, let me help you. And I'm going to say one publicly that I haven't said publicly yet. And you can hold me accountable along with everybody else in the world. I've walked across fire twice. I have, I'm twice, I've gone up, I don't know how many feet up in the air where you jump off of a thing onto catch a trapeze and you like scared to death and that's your vision, your dreams. I've won, I've run the four by four by 48, which is four miles every four hours for 48 hours. That's through the night you running. It's painful. That's like running two marathons in 48 hours, just shy of two marathons. I have run two marathons and one half marathon with no training. I'm talking about, I ain't lying y'all when I say I'm eating snacks. She's GI Jane. She training. I'm not. I just show up and like, so today I'm going to run a marathon. My people are like, this chick is crazy. What you going to do? We're just going to run 26.2 miles. I got myself a happy, happy, whatever on my back with some water to drink. They told me to put some fluoride or something in there, electrolytes. I did that. Got myself a bagel and a banana and let's go. Like, <laughs> just Googles what you're supposed to do and I just do it. Georgette, you laughing because you know I ain't lying. You know I know. <laughs> Georgette was like, I trained for six months for a hundred mile bike ride. I'm like, girl, I decided I'm going to run a marathon on Friday. What? Okay, good job, T. So I do these things on purpose, finding comfort and discomfort. And so my next level of shenanigans starting August 1st, wait for it, drum roll, Tanisha. I, I, we know when you say it publicly, it is public, and I'm trying not to say it public, but I have to. The goal is to run a marathon every day for the entire month of August. What? With the hashtag Marathons for Mental Health, I will be raising money for young Black men in college to help them support their mental health journey, just like my son needed his support while he was in college. So that's what I'll be doing. Wow. How do I find comfort and discomfort? Because I have so much energy and anxiety and things running through me. I was like, well, if I run enough, I'll be able to really get to the core of my 
what I'm feeling because I have nothing to do but leave it on the pavement, so to say. They always say it. If you play sports, they tell you, leave it on the court. Leave it. I'm going to leave it on that concrete. I'm, I'm about to let it go. And I asked my son how much money he wanted to raise. And I don't even know if his body is, is strong enough to handle all those marathons as he's healing. Probably can. But um, that's the goal. He said $50,000. And so that's the goal. So when y'all see me on the news and everybody else, uh, Georgette, you had this interview first because I haven't even announced it yet. I'm going to run one day with you. I'm going to put it out here because guess what? I believe you, G.I. Jane. It's me I'm a, praying for. I, I, I'm going to run with you. I don't know, Lord Jesus, how I'm going to make it, but I'm going to pick a day and I'm going to run. Did you me. say you don't know how? How you think you don't know? You'll be out there running, singing. I, I'm like <laughs> running and having a whole conversation. Me, I'm like, hold on, y'all. <laughs> you be like, okay, everybody. Yeah, I'm on about 27,000 and I've already done 150,000 sit-ups and push-ups and squats. And then you hit them with the pot out. When you got to Jamaica and took off your dress, I said, I know that's right. As I ate my snack, I said, she better come through with a whole meal. Looking like a whole meal, talking about I'm 50. No, she lying. <laughs> He lying. Georgia is not 15. Y'all, first certificate. I was so proud of you. I was like, let me get up off this couch and go run me a lap. <laughs> Girl, because you know, it was deceiving. You kept wearing the bigger clothes. You ain't let them see that. But honey, when you took that, I said, I know she right. I know that's right with the midriff. Girl, you inspired me. I said, let me go give me a little two top. Let me go give me a little two top. Look like Jane out here, girl. Yes, you were my inspiration. I was inspired. <laughs> I can't with you, y'all. She is good. This, this, I'm telling you, I knew we was gonna be laughing. Listen, T.O. is you know, it's not a game. Like this, mm -mm. this journey called life mm. is really not a game. Mm -hmm. And I know you know, sis, and the more that you dig into yourself and 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 do this work, like it's not like you said, you know, people see us on social media, like they see us and they think that this thing is easy, like they think that we are not crying, they think and, and that's why I love it, and I love you so much, and I love the fact that like you show up like and you allow other people to show up like, and just be yourself. Like, and that's what I tell every people every day when I am up there praying, like sometimes I'm not and crying. Like some days, you know, and some days I am like, not, you know, I, I don't want to be there, but I'm there because I'm committed to it. And that's what I said mm -hmm. that I was going to do. And that's what we have to do for ourselves. Like we have to commit to, we got to commit to something, you know what I mean? And that's what this journey is all about for all of us. Like that we have to commit to something and decide, okay, so what now what? Like I'm going to use your own words exactly. because if we don't, life is passing by us and we are just mere people like really not living, just like you said. Like, I mean, are you behind the camera, just like you said, or are you out here like really in these streets and just like showing up like, I'm a hot mess today, but whatever, I'm still going to show, <laughs> show up, okay? Yeah, I, and <laughs> them videos are sweaty. Videos is a whole mess. Who has a whole dress soaked in water? Like, I literally... <laughs> 
Y'all, I posed for them pictures like I was in a bathing suit, dressed wet. I didn't care. I was like, yes, you couldn't tell me I wasn't sexy. Listen, y'all, live your life. Because you know what? I refuse to go back up that mountain and not having taken in the moment. And then I regret it because my dress was wet. The dress will dry. How many opportunities do people miss? Seriously, Georgia, because they're afraid of how they're going to feel in the moment versus just embracing the moment. So, girl, I got in that water. Girl, with my with my leggings plus my dress, I, all of it. Took my shoes off and had myself a whole photo shoot with the wet dress and all. And right. I was dry later on. And not only about how they feel, but how others are going to feel Girl, about what they're doing. Girl, people looked at me like I was crazy, y'all. I am, hear me. I hiked down. If you know Niagara Falls, you know how far, how far down that falls. So picture being at the top. I wasn't right where Niagara Falls. I went further down where the river is calmer, right? But it's still the same height. So where Niagara Falls is, I had to climb down, hike down the mountainside in order to get to the bottom. Now, everybody else on that mountain that I experienced and encountered had on leggings, a tank top, you know, hiking clothes. Here she come with a dress from Nigeria, no less. It was beautiful, orange, beautiful. It was beautiful, right? Whole dress came down to my ankles. People looking at me, and when I saw them looking at me crazy, um, some people would say, oh, oh, beautiful dress. I was like, thank you. Perfect for hiking. Everybody would laugh. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm going to beat you to what you're thinking about me. Because I already know this is not a hiking outfit. I'm fully informed that this was not it. But I refuse to change my clothes. Now, the people who were on the beach with me, who watched me doing the photo shoot with my husband, they were like, oh, my gosh, you got amazing pictures. I was like, thanks. They probably think I planned it that way. I did not. But the one thing I did plan is to be confident in whatever I wear, because what I wear is my business. But I promise you, people thought I was crazy. Definitely. But what they think about you ain't none of your business. It's what do you think about you? Because I got a great photo shoot and it ain't my, hey, I have fun and it's an experience. My son was out there in his jeans. My youngest son literally in his jeans and underwear because my, my older son was like, I'm getting in. He didn't care. Pants and all. He was like, I'm getting in. My other son was like, I don't know. I said, dude, you will only be 14 one time and have an opportunity to swim in this Niagara River at 14. Maybe he'll come back at 15 or 20. I don't know. But live in this moment. Your pants will dry. Live in this moment. And once he got past that, he got in and he had a blast. I said, aren't you happy? He said, yes. Mm -hmm. So don't let opportunities pass you by where you live in regret. Just live in the moment. Live in the moment. And don't care about what other people think. That's their business. Girl, they had opinions, but I had opinions too about the girl who was out there with her panties and bra on. It was a matching set. Wasn't none of my business. You look great, girl. I might do the same if I wasn't out here with my husband and sons. You know, like she had, she looked like, like G.I. Jane and she looked just fine. <laughs> my opinion was in support of what her she was wearing though. <laughs> That's the difference. I was like, yes, secretly like yeah. <laughs> I was rooting her. I was there for it. I'm always there for it. That's funny. 
All right, so we we winding down here. I love it. I love it. I love it. yes. To be doing that's I had to put that in there about some because To be doing some crazy challenges, y'all. I'm telling y'all, if y'all just start following her, we gonna get to that so y'all can follow. Because I saw August. I, 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 I encourage your sister. I'm not even gonna talk about the dog on bull. Okay. Oh, did you see me riding the bull? <laughs> Did I? I forgiveness, unforgiveness ain't no bull. So I decided I would ride a bull. Yes, girl. Did you see me ride that bull? That bull got to moving. I was like, hold on. It moves. Yes, Tanisha, it is a live bull and they move. I wasn't ready for it to move. I don't know what I thought it was going to do, but moving was not part of what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I, I thought it was supposed to be still because we were in the gate. That thing got to moving. I was like, time out. It's a bull. It moves. He was bucking. He was ready to get out the gate. Okay. I said, if they open up this gate, I swear for God. I swear for God, too. I was with you. I Don't y'all dare? Don't you dare? Those were my clients. They are real life cowboys. It's kind of fun to encounter cowboys. And, and so that was their house. <laughs> and I had spent the week with them uh, doing immersive forgiveness and decluttering work with them. And so that was part of part of it. I decided to be fun for the kids because they had younger kids. I had my Tinkerbell outfit. I was a forgiveness fairy and the kids were entertained. You can imagine by them helping. I, me. Yes, I, I could only imagine because I saw it. I'm telling y'all. At the end, she's going to give y'all y'all her links. I want y'all to go back and find this because she literally is in a Tinkerbell outfit. I'm not fooling with T.O. I love it, though. I was crying. I just, I don't even know. It popped up. Like, I was on there and it popped up. And I was like, what in <laughs> the heaven H-E double hockey sticks is Tanisha doing now? And so I literally cried. Like it was the highlight of my day. And Whatever the funny day part I... is listening to me talk because I'm like, oh, yes, yes. They have the stuff on your Christian show that I was saying on that bull because I was like, oh, wait, wait, girl. <laughs> girl, Jet, that thing got the movement. I was like, hold up. <laughs> I was dying. Y'all, y'all gotta please go back and watch it. But so I can't. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> what am I? Uh, we almost at the end, but I have to ask this. I asked this question to all of my guests, and actually, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I need to add another part to this." But what does prayer mean to you? Ooh. And the second part is because I'm like, I, I've been leaving off this second part. How has it changed your life? Gosh, so prayer to me. You know, we're in the age right now where everybody debates prayer or meditation. <laughs> You pray, you meditate. For me, I think it's both. Prayer to me is my conversation with God, right? It's my chance when I say things like, God, you know me. Hey, hello. Meditation is when you're quieting your mind to listen, to hear him. Because when you're praying, you're asking for something. But you still forget the part of shutting up to hear what he said. Because some people mm. are praying for a long time, but you ain't quiet enough for him to answer you. And he probably answered you and you missed it. So prayer to me, my interpretation Prayer and meditation go well together for me because I pray and then I have to quiet my, my mind and my voice and calm myself to hear whatever God has to, to say. And 
what prayer has done for me, it's built a faith muscle stronger than anything that I can I could ever describe. Like I know that nothing is impossible for God. Like when they say faith is the evidence of things, you know, hope for things not seen. Things, that's what prayer is. It's really believing what you can't see, but having the faith to know that that it's there, that it's coming. And I've learned one thing, last thing on prayer. Stop praying for what you don't want. Stop telling what you don't want. I don't want to be broke. God, don't let me have another year of broke. Speak life. Speak prosperity. Speak abundance. I only pray for what I want. And that's what prayer is to me. Speaking the things that I want in my life to happen and to those around me and staying focused on what I want and stop praying for what you don't want because poverty is not what God is about. He's about abundance and, and all of the above. So prayer, it changes things, but start with the way you pray. Mm. Yes. And then how has the second part of that, how has it changed your life? Oh, everything I have is as a matter, as a matter of my prayer, of my prayer life. It's my faith. My prayer, like when I pray, I'm like, okay, Lord, I know this is happening because I prayed, I listened and you told me that this is happening because I listened. It's not just the prayer for me. It's the listening part that has changed my life. And it's helped my understanding when I listen to other people. It's taught me how to be quiet a lot longer. Listen to understand versus listening to speak. Listening to understand what God is telling me versus speaking only to tell him what my agenda is. It's a two-part. Mm. That thing got me excited because a lot, yes, that is, is power in silence. Oh mm. my God, it's power in silence. Yes. It's power in quietness. It's power mm. in stillness. It's power in not shutting up. Ooh, you, you say shut I was like not responding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Same thing. Like some people need to hear it real. For me, I need to sometimes know shut up to you. Okay, cool. Because I know God talks to me that way. I know he talks to y'all different. But for me, yeah. he's real good. I'll be telling that. Listen, I'll be saying, I'll be put, he smacks me in my mouth. Like, yes. Okay. Ooh. Smack me in my mouth. Now he be, I'll be like, oh, but I heard. Yup, I got it. He mm -hmm. smacked me right in my mouth like that. That, yeah, yeah, I get a big old slap in the mouth. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. One time I think I had the sound effect too or stuff that I got to go back and find. I got to play it again. Like, because he be slapping the sister off. Oh, up in her mouth. Like I had to go and find the sound effect and put it on like one of my videos because that joint what? <laughs> Cause that day he yes, he has slapped me all up in my mouth. I was like, oh, okay, okay, mm -hmm. I hear you. I yeah, hear yeah. you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Duly noted, shutting up now. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Be quiet. So all right, well, look, before we go, I always, I love this part because I love seeing everybody's face. That's why I said I, sometimes I'll be wishing that this was a, a visual podcast instead of audio podcast. So we are going to do Bible trivia. It's only one question. I hope it started with Genesis 1-1, when God created the heavens and the earth. <laughs> question and listen it's always for 
fun first and foremost but then i like to do it because if you ever hear the question again you'll think about me and so that's why i do it because it's about then now it's all about me because you yes. remember and be like oh georgia asked me that question and so yeah. you'll yes okay and so people to think i only know genesis proverbs 31 i'm pretty good at that <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> Psalm 91 and 23, I got you. <laughs> I can't work. Okay, so the question is, according to Jesus, how many times should we forgive one another? One. And it's multiple choice. So you got to, you know, you. One. So, A, can I give you the answer? Oh, sorry. I'm already lying with ones, but I'm yes, exactly. Because that you know that ain't even so. A is up to seven times. Mm -hmm. B is seven hundred times. Mm -hmm. C is seventy times seven. Mm -hmm. Or D is seven times seven. And so once again, I thought you were gonna put D. Never, depending on what they did to you. Like I, <laughs> this is not I said this is according to Jesus okay so I can't mess with that I know I can't say that. <laughs> well you know when you did the trivia when you made up the thing you could have gave the people a D no it's definitely 70 times 7 it's, it's just keep on forgiving when you think you've gotten there keep going that's yes that's yes see you got it right <laughs> That must have been in Proverbs 31. I knew you was going to pick one. I knew. Yes. That is not Proverbs. Let me give y'all where it comes from. And I'm going to read it too. That is not Proverbs though. Listen to her. That comes from Matthew. <laughs> I love it to death, but y'all know I ain't going to give y'all nothing wrong about this now. I, 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 well, I do sometimes mess up, but if I know it, I ain't no, going to give it to you wrong. So that comes from Matthew 18, 21 and 22. And it says, hold on, let me get down to it, where I'm at. It says, then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. And so mm -hmm. that's where you can find that Matthew 18, 21 to 22. She tried it though, but that was good. Proverbs, I like, you like it. That? You, like that? you see, you gotta not make people feel guilty if they don't know the Bible. It's keep it and fun. Exactly. And that's why I do it too, T.O., really, because, and well, I love to see people's faces too when I say it, but not only that, like, because guess what? It's good for me because I don't know this whole Bible. I would never know this whole Girl. Bible. But it allows people to be uncomfortable, number one. And then, like, I love how, and it's like no judgment. Like, and it's nothing because it's mm -hmm. done in fun. But also, it's good for you because it puts people out of there. And I love people to be uncomfortable because me that too. means growth. And that means that now. But guess what? Like I said, when you hear the word Bible trivia again, if you're in another event, you're gonna be like, okay, I'm ready for it. Like, because it breaks that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it breaks does. it, you know, and it's just yeah. fun. And and not only that, like I said, the next time you hear that question, you're gonna think about Georgia in a podcast and all the laughing, <laughs> laughing that we did. <laughs> it's been it's, so fun. Yes, so fun. it's been it's been amazing. And so please 
two things before you go. Let everyone know where they can find you, okay. how they can follow you, how they can support you, how they can get into your programs. Like, oh, it's, it's enough space. I love people. Listen, you know, I support everyone. So enough give all of your... Absolutely. Yes. And then the second final thing, whatever you want to leave people with, your lasting words, your encouragement, whatever it is. But go ahead, give them your handles and stuff first, how they can follow you. So and what if, you and what you got going on too? I'm just trying to get through life. Y'all heard my earlier right now. I am navigating through this journey called motherhood, embracing my love for myself. I am at Instagram on Instagram, forgiveness lifestyle, forgiveness underscore lifestyle, Facebook, Tanisha O. I know my name will be spelled here. My mom got fancy with the spelling on LinkedIn, Tanisha OKK. Um, let's see. Forgivenesslifestyle.com is my website. And I have all sorts of forgiveness programs. Forgiving the men who hurt you. Forgiving yourself for shrinking. I have the Forgiveness Lifestyle Academy that you can join, which is absolutely dynamic. The Roadmap to Forgiveness is a beautiful course. I have all sorts of great, 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 great nuggets. One-on-one -on -one coaching is available and what I'm working on now are, are are those things, honestly. You can find me there. And I'm the author of Empowered Stepmother, which if you're a stepmother, it's a dynamic resource for all of you. So join the Forgiveness Lifestyle Tribe. We have fun over there. You never know what nonsense or shenanigans I'm liable to be getting into. Um, and it's always some level of shenanigans. So join us. We'll have fun. You'll at least laugh at me or with me. One of the two will definitely have <laughs> That is for show. That's for show. And, and what do you want? <laughs> we just, I'm telling you, when we met, we just was like, oh my God, we've been laughing and at each other since we've been laughing with each other. We've been crying with each other. Like yes. we did a whole bunch of everything together. Like, yes. So it, you just, I love it. But what, what you want to leave the peoples? I just want to let you guys remember one thing. Forgiveness is a gift for you. It's for you. It's not for them. So forgive and start with yourself. I love y'all. Yes, I love you more. And I am definitely, um, well, I'm always praying for you. So Thank you know you. that um, I'm always praying for you, praying for your business, praying for your family, everything that you put your hands to. And I Thank know you. that God has some amazing things in store for you and this journey and so especially with losing some weight with all these miles i'm about to put on girl i'm sorry to end your thing i'm about to be so sexy so sexy earth you about to you about to come out with a bam. That's funny to you. I was like, you had on all them big clothes. Well, you know what I work at. Like I be wearing layers. I'm crazy. I, it was but... cold. It was cold. But listen, y'all yeah. ain't ready for what's about to come by uh, September first. You I'm not so... ready after eight hundred and twelve point two miles on of marathons. You best believe. But I'm gonna be, watch, look out for me. You gonna see me on radio show. Watch. I'm gonna be on TV because I don't think anybody has dared to do this before. I don't think so. Speak it. Claim it. Yeah, I'll be praying for you. I, and I didn't put my foot in and said, I'm going to run one of them. I'm a, I am. I'm going to look at my schedule. I'm one of them is good. One of them I'm going to run. I'm going to run one of them with you, Lord. I've never run a, a full marathon. Well, why don't myself. you join me towards the end when I can keep up with you? Because see, I'll walk. 
<laughs> you ain't about to have me feel like I'm catching up with G.I. Jane. I'm not doing that. No. I'm not I love what you said, G.I. <laughs> I would never do that. Listen, and we still have a bike ride that we did not. Yes, girl. I ain't forgot. I did not forget. We got a bike ride that we need to complete. But all right, so let me get on. We been T.O. can talk forever. I'm going to get yeah. on this side. But thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgette, a.k.a. The Preaker. And like I always say, I'm out. Deuces! Prayers up, yeah, prayers up. Blessings from the Lord, put your prayers up. Prayers up, yeah, prayers up.